Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, well, well. Isn't Matt Hancock's leaked emails a pretty riveting, but ultimately rather grubby state of affairs? Now, before I discuss the latest revelations, again, just to make clear, to pop record, I think Matt Hancock is a total clown. A total clown full stop, just to be perfectly frank, but specifically a clown for handing his WhatsApps to Isabel Oakshot. Turns out actions have consequences. Well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions, etc. Now, I don't trust the Telegraph's reporting. I just want to be really clear about this. I think they're a hard right newspaper. I think they clearly have an anti-lockdown agenda. And given all that, I don't trust how selective they're being in terms of what they're releasing. These caveats are important. But we can't just ignore what's being released. Um, and particularly a latest revelation, which I think really shines a light on the workings of the political elites in this country. And it is absolutely gruesome, but really, really important in terms of our understanding of what's happening behind closed doors. Now, back in 2022, December, there was a parliamentary vote on toughening up COVID restrictions in England, and the government had a list of 95 Tory MPs who were considering planning to vote against. Now, of those MPs, one was James Daly, MP for Bury North, the most marginal seat on the UK mainland, with a majority of just 105. Now, he was contemplating rebelling against the tightening of restrictions. I'm not asking you to be sympathetic towards his cause. I'm not asking you to be sympathetic to anyone involved in any of this, to be honest with you, because personally, I want them all to lose. But that's really not the point. Now, Alan Nixon, a special advisor of the Department of Health, his WhatsApp message goes like this. I think we need to dangle our top asks over some of these 2019 intake MPs who are going off the boil this coming week. Thoughts on me suggesting to Chief Spads that they give us a list of the 2019 intakes thinking of rebelling. Chief would be the chief whip. Um, E.g. James, that's the James we're talking about, wants his learning disability hub in Berry. Whips call him up and say, hell team, want to work with him to deliver this, but that'll be off the table if he rebels. These guys' re-election hinges on us in a lot of instances, and we know what they want. We should consider seriously consider it using it, in my opinion. To which Hancock replied, yes, 100%. Now, apparently this conversation never actually happened, but they obviously considered it. It's grubby stuff. Now, what's interesting is Rishi Sunak has uh, been approached about this and rebuked Hancock about whether... Um, he was asked whether this is the way, this isn't the way the PM would like his minister to operate. And he said, of course, there are rules and guidelines which apply. Oh, come on, Rishi. Come on, don't take the piss. You know this perfectly well. Perfectly well. This isn't a one-off. That this style of behaviour is very much embedded, actually, to a large degree, in the Tory style of governing, but not exclusively, which I'll talk about. It lifts a lid, this, on how our system of government works, in which MPs are blackmailed or bribed or both by whips, who will... For those who don't know, those in charge of enforcing discipline for the ruling party or other opposition parties, for that matter, um, in order to be coerced in supporting government policy. Now, this is systematic and it didn't just happen under the Tories. I just want to be clear, so I'm not accused of being selective for partisan reasons. Now, just over a year ago, William Ragg, a Tory backbencher, alleged number 10 was seeking to blackmail MPs, seeking to oust Boris Johnson, including publishing smear stories in the press. Here's have a little listen to what he said. 
It is, of course, the duty of the Government Whip's Office to secure the Government's business in the House of Commons. However, it is not their function to breach the Ministerial Code in threatening to withdraw investments from Members of Parliament's constituencies which are funded from the public purse. Additionally, reports to me and others of Members of Staff at No. 10 Downing Street, Special Advisers, Government Ministers and others encouraging the publication of stories in the press seeking to embarrass those who they suspect of lacking confidence in the Prime Minister is similarly unacceptable. Now, following this, the chair of the Common Standard Committee, Chris Bryant, reported that about a dozen Tory MPs had made allegations that the party's whips had engaged in blackmail. That included threats of money being pulled away from constituencies or promised funding um, uh, if they didn't vote the right way. Uh, some allegations centred on the levelling up fund, um, which en enabling Tory MPs to corruptly hand out money, basically, to to MP, some MPs and not others, depending on their behaviour. And the former Tory MP, Christian Waitford, claimed that um, he'd been told his constituency would lose funding for a new high school unless he voted with the government. He actually pointed the finger at the preposterous then-Education Secretary, Gavin Williamson. Now, this didn't just happen under Boris Johnson. I think some people go, well, Boris Johnson, eh? What do you expect? Allegedly happened under Theresa May. Indeed, the Times reported that Gavin Williamson was accused by a Tory MP who claimed he raised details about her private life in a conversation in an attempt to silence her when she was on the back benches. Now, she interpreted that as a tacit threat. His allies denied it and raised the issue and said he raised the issue in a pastoral capacity. Yeah, warm, caring, cuddly Gavin Williamson. But of course, he sent texts to the then chief whip after the Queen died, Wendy Morton, accusing him of excluding him from attending the Queen's funeral, in which he said there's a price for everything, which is, I mean, what, how do you read that other than a threat? You tell me. I mean, I'm just saying that just sounds like a threat, doesn't it? There's a price for everything. What do you mean by that? Gavin, you lovely guy. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, so, if we look back under Theresa May, though, um, the Tory MP, um, uh, Andrew Bridgen, uh, claimed blackmail over a confidence vote um, under Theresa May. Here's have a little listen to what he said. I think that's why the Whip's office were frantically um, blackmailing uh, colleagues with cutting their funding off at the next general election. Um, they won't be doing that to people like me and Philip Davis, but, I mean, there are more malleable colleagues, so they'll try and do that. And I think they'll be doing that during the summer as well. I think it's interesting, looking back, in 2017, there was a list circulated, which I literally cannot share because it is so defamatory. It's so defamatory. 
The, anyway, it had 40 Tory MPs and ministers on it with claims of sexual harassment and misconduct. It, things like describing some as handsy, others as perpetually intoxicated and very inappropriate with, with women. I suppose, you know, the question at the time is, you know, was this spreadsheet held by Tory whips? Maybe they'd be like, oh, it's, we need it for pastoral reasons or we need to know what they're up to in order to deal with media stuff. Yeah, I mean, the fact if Tory whips have hold of that information, well, we'll go into this, is that being used in order to coerce MPs into voting in certain ways? Now, back in 2014, that was under David Cameron, there was a so-called black block of sleaze, damning reports held by Tory whips, it was actually ripped up because of fears that it might end up being leaked to the media. Um, at the time, a senior Tory MP told, or senior, senior Tory source told the Sunday Mirror that the book was full of intelligence, an aid memoir for the whips. It was officially called Whips Notes. Again, is this just for Tory MPs, uh, Tory whips that have not chats with MPs about concerns or to help them? Well, again, recall the claims made about Boris Johnson's government about dodgy stories being placed in the media if they did not go along with supporting Boris Johnson, those allegations. There were also, it was also claimed that David Cameron's chief whip used the the leaks expenses of MPs in order to bully MPs of the then Prime Minister. Again, I know I'm zigzagging around, but again, I mean, in 2019, Johnny Mercer, um, a Tory MP, claimed Tory whips were trying to get former army colleagues to provide them damaging information about him. I'm saying this because it weaves a pattern that, you know, there's an attempt to get personal information about MPs in order to threaten them into, you know, if they don't stay in line. Um, I mean, if you go back to John Major, when he was fighting Eurosceptic Tory rebels, one MP from the 1992 intake recalled they would do every, everything, they would try everything, threats and inducements, saying they knew things they didn't want to have to make public, implying they would if they had to. With some it was affairs or things like visits to gay nightclubs. It didn't matter if it wasn't true or was gossip, they still tried it on. Under Ted Heath, again, a Tory whip, Tim Fortescue, um, said anyone with any sense who was in trouble would come to the whips and tell them the truth and, and say, now I'm in a jam, can you help? It might be debt, it might be a scandal involving small boys, goodness grief, or any kind of scandal which a member seemed likely to be mixed up. They'd come and ask if we could help, and if we could, we did. But he, he added that scandalous stories were whip stock in trade. When you're trying to persuade a member to vote the way he didn't want to vote in a controversial issue, which is part of your job, it's possible to suggest perhaps not in his interest if people knew something or other very mildly. Now, again, as I say, under Labour, I remember I worked in Parliament in 2008 when Gordon Brown's government tried to get 42 detentions through. Uh, Gordon Brown was in a real pickle at the time, to be honest. But there were big, widespread claims that the Democratic Unionist Party had been bribed £1.2 billion worth of government expenditure, um, or expenditure for them to use. That funding had been promised for compensation for minors suffering from osteoarthritis and even supporting EU um, sanctions being lifted on Cuba. Now, I backed the last two in principle, but obviously if that was used in order to coerce MPs into voting for actually a terrible piece of legislation, authoritarian piece of legislation. I mean, another example, the Iraq war, I've been repeatedly told of one MP who was told that if they didn't vote for the war, that their relative would be sacked from government. Um, and again, if you go back to 2001, Peter O'Born wrote about um, whips not just buying off MPs with jobs, their careers being at stake. I think you'd probably all kind of accept that would happen. But, that, you know, foreign trips being dangled, that whips decide who gets to go on a foreign trip. MPs love foreign trips. If you want to go on those juicy foreign trips, you've got to be loyal. Horrific. Office space. I mean, this is widespread. This is known. You get a crap office if you're not loyal. <laughs> uh, peerages being dangled. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is this Matt Hancock thing isn't a one-off. It's very much embedded in our style of government, uh, the approach to government that exists. It's grubby, it's nasty, and I think it reveals, you know, 
something systemic. And it's really important to pull the curtain back and to take this seriously because I think at the moment there's an attempt by the Telegraph to pursue a kind of, well, lockdown, anti-lockdown people were persecuted and all the rest of it. What this really shows is a really grubby form of government and this has to be challenged across the board because that is no way to run a country. Please like, subscribe, support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you in a bit. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly ebay gets it so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch stitch sole and logo is checked by experts with ebay authenticity guarantee you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for terms